G'day trendsetters, this is episode 709 of the Transmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website, transmove.com, or send me through an email, tim at transmove.com. Now, I used to coach this um, female junior athlete here in Tassie um, last season, and she's a good athlete. Um, she decided right at the end of the season to quit the sport and take up more athletic athletics because her boyfriend was killing it in that you know space and she I think she just wanted to spend more time with him and um but while she was um she she came, she came from another co- local coach to when and then came over to me and I'm always I always I'm not a big fan of of that but under this under these situations I said yeah okay but, but um and so one of her um, things she was worried about was cycling, and so um, her dad said, "Oh, she, she'll you know he'll start looking for a bike, and he'll he'll start going out with her." And at the time, I had my giant Trinity for sale, and I I, I you know wasn't trying to sell it to to them. I just had it on that Facebook marketplace, and it was unfortunately I could have sold it a thousand times if I lived on mainland Australia. Here in Tassie, I couldn't give the bloody thing away, and it was just—it was a beautiful bike. I loved it. I looked after it. It was a 2012 Giant Trinity. Um, did me, you know, really, really well. I re- re- had it rebuilt twice. In, in and the first time I rebuilt it, I really, really rebuilt it from everything. You know, paint, new paint job, new stickers, new bearing, new everything. And then a couple of years later, I, I redid most of that again um, because I, it was just. You know, I look at the new Giant Trinity, thinking, oh, what's, you know, why should I be paying all these thousands of dollars for a bike that looks almost similar? And so, you know, me being a typewriter, I just got them them rebuilt. And so, uh, and so now came time I brought it, brought a new bike, and I'm got this, you know, trying to sell this bike locally, couldn't give it away. He sees it on Facebook Marketplace, and they end up buying it, so he can, you know train with um with his daughter you know you look you little beauty it ticks a lot of boxes and i get this call so she's she's quit the quit the sport to take on athletics and um they ask i get the call saying can can i come around to strip their old bike you know her bike down because they've just sold it to someone on the mainland and that said and you know believe it or not I am a truly nice guy. Of course, I can do that. So I go. So I pop around, and and I'll go out the back, and I'm about to start stripping this bike, and I see my old bike just sitting there up the side of the up the side of the garage, and I'm thinking, geez, that's a funny place for it to be right at the moment. I wonder why it's there. And you know, I love this bike. It's got an SRM power meter on it. It's just you know, it looks beautiful. I, I love it. And um, I thought, well, maybe they've just put it there for the time being and so i'm stripping this bike down to pack it all up but in, to box it all up but and and up, up came the question you know well, you know you're gonna put put that away maybe it no no it lives there and i'm thinking it, it lives there out in the weather up the side of the garage it, this is like a you know a, a 
it's old now, but you know, it's still it's. It, I, and I was saying, you know, it's it, that power meter when it was brand new was a two thousand dollar power meter, and it's that bloody bike, you know. <laughs> oh, I was devastated. A small part of me wanted to die then and there. Anyway. Today's question comes from Ben, and he sent a question through to Tim at trainsmooth.com. He writes, um, how do you explain that one of your athletes who has trained on an average of 20 hours a week this year is getting slower? 20 minutes slower at an Ironman this year compared to last year, and is getting slower in all three disciplines. Cheers, Ben. So I was pretty confused with that question because I was thinking, is he talking about one of my athletes? Who's that? I, I can't think of one. And uh, any athlete that's got slower under my my little you know system um, is either nursing an injury or um, you know something's ha- there's been a pretty damn good reason for it. And so I said, so I sent him an email back saying, you know, is this a is this question in general? You know, you're talking about general or you're talking about an athlete I'm coaching because I can't. Um, think of one that I that, that you know under my system, and so he he wrote back just in general, or it can be in general. So, um, so the, a few things here. Um, Twenty hours of training a week is a is a solid amount of training a week. That's if we're talking about um, TSS in ballpark figure. That's around that thousand TSS a week. Um, you probably, you know, you do many, many um, weeks of that. You're probably going to have a chronic training load of somewhere around that 150, maybe more uh, chronic training load. Um, and then and that's just broad, broad terms here. So uh, a few things why you an athlete can get slower while having the volume up. Um uh, so and I'll start listening, and you can instantly say, "Oh, maybe it was the weather, different road conditions, different." Um, you know, last Ironman there was probably a little bit more drafting than this Ironman. He was actually on the front pack. Um, it's, a, it's a wide range of different things you can you, you could that you can can try and compare the pair. Um, but still, if you're training twenty hours a week, you 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 would expect a decent amount of improvement. Um, so maybe we start looking at at a few few different things. D- doing a bit of a deeper dive, for instance, is the, um, is the athlete re- is the athlete ready for that load? Um, what are the stresses going on in that athlete's life? Are they are they recovering well enough to take on the next training? What's their sleep patterns like? What's their HRV looking like on a um, a week to week, a month to month role? Um, you, what's the sequences of that tra- of the training? So the sequence sequences of a training program is huge. Um, I can sometimes, you know, I'll sometimes write these programs for athletes, and I look and I sit back and I bloody give myself a pat on the back, saying, "Geez, that's a work of art. That looks beautiful, amazing work, Timmy." Just give myself a pat on that back, and then I'll I'll, I'll at the end of the next week, I'll come in and I'll have a little look at everything and see how everything's gone. And the athletes just swapped everything in about. And the sequences of that program has been re- you know, really screwed up. And any real potentials of, of gains have been severely compromised 
by changing certain sessions around and because each session you know you're supposed to you know you're trying to um complement everything yeah, yeah um you hear some coaches talk about it. It, it it's an art form and and i get it some some of the, some programs you you do and you look at you think geez that is a that is a form of art look at that and then and for, for things to be screwed up and screwed around and you think geez you've you, you i don't don't think you've done yourself any favors with cha- making those changes especially without letting me know um and so, so you you can have issues with that, or you can have issues. Just um, it, there's a wide range of things. So, um, also, it doesn't take much to change a um, a technique, for instance. Um, all, all of a sudden, you you get a bit of a niggling injury on the on your 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 right glute, and you start running a little bit differently, or you start sitting on the saddle a little bit differently. That or, or start pedaling a little bit differently. That that compromises everything. Um, and and you start taking backward steps, intensity control, other zones. You know, I, I'm I've, I've say it a, a little bit, and I, I don't like don't like the term zones, but that's just me. Um, are the zones correct? Are the intensity levels are correct. Um, that if is the athlete training too light? Is the tra- athlete training too hard? Um, but is it too much intensity? Is it, over twenty hours, I would imagine a lot of that is aerobic. Um, and then when they are doing aerobic volume, is it the right volume? I've, you know, I can say say it a fair bit, but quite often athletes are running too hard. They're swimming too hard. Cycling is generally not too bad. But, um, but and so that has an ill effect on it. Um, there, there's a wide range of of different things. We've, when we're talking generic um, in general, um, I'm just you know throwing a whole lot of darts. If if you had um, more information, then I can um, give them you know a bit more of a detail but a lot would go a lot can come into it is the tapering different you know one thing um that's very easily screwed up is tapering um one one thing i see athletes get wrong a lot is they go oh two weeks out from an ironman or a week out from a half ironman or two weeks out for three weeks out from a half ironman or whatever it is they they go it's taper time legs are up you know doing nothing and they put the cube back in the rack and they just do bugger all where that that and all of a sudden they've done you know they've spent hundreds of hours training for this big event just to screw it in taper time because they've decided just to to do bugger all their body starts shutting down because it thinks it's on a beach holiday and come race day they they've just got nothing um i i think more races get destroyed by doing too little come taper time than doing too much come taper time um and it, it, there is no exact you know form of taper you think this is going to be you know this will work a lot of people get taper taper wrong we see it from the pros it's hard to, you know it's hard to see a professional race these days where um one of the favorites does isn't 
you know, spat out the back and they said straight off the bat off in the first swim stroke. I felt horrible. I knew I was off. And, you know, they, they've just got their taper wrong. But well, chances are. And so, um, and if, you, if your taper's, taper's wrong, for an Ironman, oh, mate, you're bleeding time. It, it could be 30, 30 plus minutes gone straight away. And that's if your head's still in the game. If your head's, you know, dies with it, then you're, you know, you it could be hours you've just lost. But yeah. But anyway, I'm I'm just chucking crap out here. So it could it could with with just the information I have, I I'm only you know I'm only guessing and just throwing a whole lot of you know crap. Anyway, if you guys have any other questions, training, racing, nutrition, send them on through to timandtrainsmove.com. Do not put yourself down for one question. Give yourself a few. Help support the show. Until next episode, hooroo.